Hi, and welcome back to In The Loop. I'm your host, Rachel Camp. So on this month's episode, we are super excited to hear from the executive director of Elevate Coweta Students, Kevin Barbie, about how the organization serves the youth in our community and how you, our members, can get involved. Coweta Fayette EMC's Operation Roundup has helped Elevate directly with funding through awarded grants over the past three years. So we're going to talk all about their mission, their programs, and how exactly they use grant funding like those awarded from Roundup to thrive. So let's get into it. So we're here with Kevin. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. And talk about Elevate's mission and how our members can get involved. So please introduce yourself. Tell our listeners what you do for Elevate, how long you've been there. Sure. So my name again is Kevin Barbie, the executive director for the organization. I've been with Elevate for a little over three years now in this role. And primarily mine is to support all of staff in their efforts but also to raise awareness. It's probably my largest function every day is just raising awareness of the organization and what we do and how we support students in the Coweta County school system. Okay, wonderful. So let's talk about Elevate. Can you just share what does Elevate exactly do and how do y'all work to encourage and support the youth in our community? That's a great question because a, a, a lot of people in the community aren't aware of the scope of what we do and how we operate. So our staff operate directly in the schools. So they are on-campus site coordinators that are at schools that the school system has deemed uh, schools that they want us in. So we have four schools that we're in. I have a coordinator at Ruth Hill Elementary, one at Smoky Road Middle School, and then I have two at East Coweta High School and two at Noonan High School. And I also have a program director who kind of oversees those site coordinators on a daily basis and manages a couple of other programs that I think we'll talk about here in a little bit. But um, but yes, yeah, so we don't have an office. We don't have a building. All of the uh, efforts that we do for our students are done on campus during school hours. And we might have a few th- uh, programs or some things in particular that we might do uh, prior to school when they get on campus or after school when they're on campus. But it's all done at the school, um, spending time with students in a variety of, of, of areas to help them be successful in school, to stay in school, uh, reduce that dropout rate, um, and to be productive and move on to the next grade level and then ultimately to graduate and have a plan. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's wonderful. So let's talk about those programs. You've mentioned that you have coordinators in schools, but you also need volunteers to help out with that. So let's talk about your mentor program and some other different ways that our members, if they're interested, could get involved and help you with. Sure. So in those schools, um, our site coordinators work with all all the students in the school through school-wide basic needs. So that could be food, clothing, it could be school supplies, it could be uh, things that just come up on a one-on-one basis or or an an activity that that um, student is involved in or has some issues that might need some of those basic needs. And those are open to any student in the school. They can come into our room. We have actually classroom size rooms in our room, so they could, those students can come in there. They can um, can can get those basic needs. They can also come in to just have some time to decompress or to um, uh, reduce some anxieties, which obviously we've seen a lot in the last couple of years. 
with that, unfortunately. But they can also come down there to make up tests. They can uh, do assign, make up assignments. And so then our coordinators then can and kind of oversee that. So great relationship with the, with the teachers and the administrators in those schools that we're in to allow students to be able to do that. We, we see, uh, and those student interactions occur all, all day. At the high school level, it's probably 75 to 100 student interactions per day. So wow. that's a lot of students that we see. Uh, and some are just coming in for a snack or for water, uh, but, but it also gives us an opportunity to kind of probe a little deeper, if you will, of you know why are they coming for food and snacks and water five days in a row or you know every week they're there for three or four times during that week and so it gives our opportunity for our site coordinators to say hey what what what's going on what what's what's happening in in your in your world and to build that relationship um, so we can focus then on students that might need that extra layer of support and that's our caseload students and those are students that the site coordinators then spend sometimes couple times a week, sometimes, you know, two or, th- two or three times a month. It, it just depends on each individual student. And that's when they really dig deep. They find out what's causing issues with attendance, what's causing issues with behavior, what are causing issues with coursework. So many times the students that are not focused in the classroom is because of something that's occurring outside the four walls of the school. And we see that a lot. <clears throat> so that gives us an opportunity as a nonprofit then to be able to really engage and spend some time and really figure out what that issue is and then how can we resolve it? Can we do it through um, organizations in the community, other nonprofits, um, businesses, uh, you know, all across the board, it gives us an opportunity to be able to do that, to be able to serve these students. And so right now in the four schools that we are at, we have about 350 students on caseload. So each each coordinator probably has you know sixty or or sixty plus uh, kids on caseload, which um, which again is a is a is a big number. Um, but these students are thriving and they're making progress. And our seniors are going to graduate this year. I think we uh, I'm not sure exactly what the percentage is, but it's pretty close to one hundred percent, which is great uh, because these students were you know very highly at risk of of probably not making their senior year when they when they come to us. Wow, okay. We'd just love for the community, anybody in the community to come visit one of our rooms to see what we do and the scope of what we do. And many times we find that by having those in the community come visit our rooms and, and talk to our site coordinators, ideas blossom from that. Thoughts come to mind. Questions are asked that perhaps we haven't thought about. Uh, we have uh, community members who might say, well, what about this or what about that or have you ever thought of this and it's a new set of eyes that have come into the classroom into our room to to see those things and so many times that sparks a lot of conversation and and perhaps even you know innovation or ideas by having them come visit so that's a great way to a first step even is to just come visit one of our rooms and see what we do Absolutely. Okay. So I want to talk about the funding. Um, We know that your organization requires external sources like grants from Operation Roundup, and you have several different fundraising events and different methods of gaining that income to stay afloat. So can we talk about how exactly are y'all funded? So we are funded primarily from grants and foundations from you know through our local community 
We have uh, fundraisers that we have do a couple of times a year. We have our big Kentucky Derby fundraiser, and we have a Valentine's fundraiser that also um, fund that. The school system provides some funding as well to, to help us. But more, more importantly, the school system provides a lot of in-kind because our rooms and the spaces that we have in those schools, uh, the school system provides us. So that's a huge, huge blessing. Sure. Um, and of course, individual giving. Uh, we we, um, we we certainly promote and ask for that from uh, from the community. Um, and so, again, it's, it kind of falls back some of those grants that we that we have and 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 local businesses and and organizations in the community that give back, knowing that. Ultimately, they're providing resources for an organization that is perhaps grooming their next leaders or uh, their next employee um, for for something that you know to stay here in the community. Sure. Well, we are certainly looking forward to another one of your applications, hopefully this year, because I know that you have applied each year for Elevate, um, and we're a little bit different in that way of. Our Roundup Trust Board allows applications every year for nonprofits. So what would you say to a nonprofit that was interested in applying but wasn't sure? We just talk a little bit about that process. Well, I'm a huge advocate of Operation Roundup, not just because of us receiving grant funding, although I will say I'm extremely blessed and pleased that we have been able to do that. But I just see what this program has done for the community in the um, just the scope of what they've given back and the diversity of the programs and the organizations that they've given back to that have such a huge impact in our community. I will say that um, the Operation Roundup grant is probably one of the easier grants to apply for. And I've told this to many nonprofits in the community um, and, and encourage them to be involved in that. It's it's a it's a very simplistic grant process, but it asks all the questions that you should know already. So you sh- as an organization, you shouldn't have to research for the answers. You shouldn't have to. They should almost really come from directly from the top of mind, in the, in those questions. And I think that's really key. A lot of grants really get way down in the weeds where. This one and the requests and the, the, the for information is readily available to you. The other thing I like about this grant process is that it's um, extremely transparent and user friendly in in the aspect of when is the grant due, when will it be reviewed, and when can you expect responses back. It's on the website. It's easy to see if you know that you want to apply for a grant in June, you can look at the application and you can see, okay, it has to be by a specific date to be reviewed by the board on an, on the following month. And so it's very, very easy to see. So if you're planning for grant funding or if you're planning for programs and you know that you need, um, you know, you need a grant, I need a grant for um, my Christmas program for my students. Well, I can look at that schedule and see when I need to apply so that I know when I have the funding to be able to implement that program at a particular time. A lot of grants don't do that. A lot of grants just have kind of a a little bit of an open window uh, when it becomes available, when that grant cycle opens up. Uh, Operation Roundup 
it, it's consistent. Right. So it's consistent throughout the year. So I can look at it at the I can look at it in January and know how those uh, meetings and and those funding uh, opportunities are coming up for the entire year. So I can plan my my program around that versus. I wonder when the grant cycle is opening up. It typically opens up in a certain month or a certain day, um, and you kind of have to kind of watch that and hope you don't miss it. Operation Roundup is is different from that, and it's again, it's it's one that um, I know that Kawita um, Fade EMC is very much engaged in and and wants this program to be to to evolve and to grow and the impact that it can have. And they make it simple to be able to be a part of that process. Well, very good. I'm glad that you find that it's an easy process and that it has been helpful to you. So I also want to talk about fundraising because I know that you, as you mentioned, you also rely on businesses to help fund it that way by raising money and in, in individuals. Um, but I know Cowie Fate EMC did help uh, with your most recent fundraiser. So it was so successful. I just, I want to hear you talk about how much it ended up raising and also where those funds are going. Well, our Kentucky Derby Hats and Hoofs fundraiser is the signature event, in my opinion, in the community. And many, many will tell you that, especially <laughs> those that could not get tickets after we sold out. So <clears throat> that is, um, it's a great program. And we, we have tremendous support of uh, businesses who sponsor that. Coweta Fayette EMC has been a uh, uh, a longtime consistent sponsor of that particular event. Um, it's an opportunity for those in the community to come together to hear a little bit about what we do um, from a from a um, organizational standpoint. And really, in the last several years, we have seen more and more people attend that event who don't quite understand or know a lot about what we do but they know that it's one that they need to attend and one that they would like to continue to be involved with. So it gives us an opportunity to expose uh, individuals in the community um, a lot more about what we do and, and how we, we do that. The, the great thing about that event uh, is that all of the proceeds from that event go directly back into uh, programs and services right here in Coweta County, right here to the students in our school system. Um, to talk to to those programs that I that I talked about a little bit, uh, particularly the in school programs, but also um, a couple other programs that we are doing this year is that now that we have a site coordinator at Ruth Hill and Smoky Road and Noonan High School, those are all feeder schools. So students, fifth grade students from Ruth Hill move to Smoky Road, and then eighth grade students at Smoky Road move to Noonan High School. <clears throat> so what we've done this year. And it's been wildly successful, and we'll, we'll I think we'll see results, um, you know, as it as it continues to grow, and then as 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 students progress. But our site coordinator at Smoky Road has been going to Ruth Hill weekly and meeting with the fifth grade students there to help in this grade level transition. So students moving from elementary to middle school, that's a big deal. It's a, it is. It's a, it's a tough time in their life and all of a sudden they're moving from a, a smaller school to a larger school and, and just different dynamics. And so she's been meeting with these students weekly uh, just to kind of let them know what middle school is all about, what it's gonna look like and develop a relationship. So when those students come to Smoky Road, 
they see her and they recognize her and they see a face, a familiar face that they've, um, you know, become friends with. And our two site coordinators at Noonan are doing the same thing with eighth graders at Smoky Road, helping them begin that transition to being ninth grade at Noonan High School and spending time with talking to them about the different clubs and the different sports and all of the different dynamics that um, that come about as you move to high school. So that has been a, a, a great program um, and it gives us an opportunity uh, you know, to, to continue to grow that program and to be more dynamic and versatile and flexible and, and all of those types of things um, with uh, funding that we get from, from, this, uh, from this event. Uh, in particular. The other is the uh, mentor program, and that is a, a program that we, we are just absolutely th- thrilled to be able to implement and to, to run for the school system. We took that over, I want to say it was in 2017 that we took that program. Basically, the school system said, this is exactly what you guys do, so take it and run with it. And so we have mentors, approximately about 120, 120, 30 mentors in most of the schools, uh, 20, I think we're in 26 or 28 schools at this point. Uh, we continue to recruit mentors, and these are volunteer community members that want to impact a child's life. And so these mentors then mentor a student, one student, one-on-one, 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes a week at that student's school. It's a great, great program. It's one that um, individuals who want to become involved, who want to impact a student's life, really the only experience or requirement that we ask them is that they just love on kids. Um, It's about building a relationship. It's about being consistent. It's about listening and caring and being that that kind of additional adult support that the parent or guardian has has asked. Um, Counselors um, are very aware of that. So um, that need in their in their schools and they're always looking for mentors, always. Um, I think you had asked earlier, you know, how many do we need or do we do we need more? And my answer is always there's over 22,000 students in our school system. So there will always be a need for mentors. So we make it very easy for those that want to become mentors. They can visit our website and look at all of our, um, you know, on our mentor page. There's actually a, a, a section there uh, that that somebody can fill out if they want to be a mentor. They can just say, I'm interest, more interested in learning more. And they can put their name and contact information and we'll reach out to them and, and, and talk to them more about the program itself. Um, we have uh, set scheduled orientation and trainings every month. It's on our website as well. We'll come to you. We'll do one-on-one trainings. We'll come to the to your church. We'll come to your uh, civic organization. Um, wherever wherever people want us to come, um, we'll 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 do that. And so it's a great way for. Um, local businesses to get their employees perhaps involved. Um, It's a great way for those that um, are retired to get involved. And it's only 30 minutes. We have people that take part of their lunch break and and go visit uh, their student at a school that's close to their place of employment that makes it convenient to them. So it's it's a great way to impact a student's 
Um, I mentor a first grader I'm with them every week, oh. and it's um, it's one of, probably one of the, the best days of my week when I can go spend 30 minutes with them hanging out at lunch or reading with them a little bit after after lunch. So it, it's a great way for um, for our community to really um, become engaged and impact a student's life. Wonderful. So just as a recap, aside from getting involved in Operation Roundup or attending one of your fundraising events, they can absolutely get involved directly with students across Coweta through contacting you guys and y'all would get them set up. I'm sure there's a process to um, become a mentor, but if someone was interested, then they would just contact you directly or go to your website. They can do all of the above. Um, okay. Yes, they can. And if, even if they're if they are at a particular school or they have um, they have kids at a school and they want to want to become more engaged at that school, they could talk to the administrators at that school and they would put them in contact with us, too. But our website's the, the, uh, a great place to start. There's contact information for for everyone there to, to be able to learn more. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on with us and talking about Elevate, how, how exactly y'all serve Coweta County. This was a really good opportunity for us to show our members what exactly their pennies are going toward and learn more about you guys and how awesome your organization is. Well, thank you very much. And I, I would just, I'm an I'm a EMC member myself, and I would encourage those in the community to be involved in this and learn more about Operation Roundup. It's uh, it's an easy, simple process as a as a member uh, to be able to do that. So I would encourage everyone in the community to do that. So thank you for having me today. Thank you, Kevin. And again, as always, we encourage members to sign up for Operation Roundup. For only $6 a year, you can help give back to organizations just like Elevate by going to our website at www.utility.org or giving us a call at 770-502-0226.